This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com storybrook. Stop! Stop! I'm sorry, I can't. I've waited too long for this. And I'm too close. Well, maybe not everything has went to plan, but this next part, I'm really going to enjoy. from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is A Whiff of Desperation and Gin. We also <laughs> talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm hanging in there. How about you, Bill? I am doing just dandy. Let me go ahead and switch this graphic here. And yeah, we're here to talk about the uh, winter finale whoop, whoop. of Once Upon a Time, which uh, that happened. That went quick. Yeah, it really did. Like, I mean, in some ways, it's been like crazy because we've been doing like the two podcasts and everything. Yeah. Uh, but in another sense, it kind of just flew by. Flew by. Flew by. Flew by. Uh, yeah, and it's been a lot of fun, and we've, uh, you know, people there are out watching us right now. Uh, Monday night, or well, actually tonight's, tonight's Tuesday. Tuesday. We normally record Monday right. nights at eight thirty p.m. EST over on the YouTube's, Google Plus, all that, and uh, we've been doing that new this year. It's been it's going new. well. I like it. We've had guests. People get to see us every week. I, I know. I'm. Sorry, I also have to guys. bathe once a week and sh- shave oh, once a week. Which is, oh, you bathe? Oh, you don't? I mean. <sighs> Not well, always. Well, I'm glad you're back there then. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> why don't we go it's ahead? It's not smell vision <laughs> Okay. Why don't we go ahead and uh, get into our rhyming summary and then we'll start talking about the episode. Okie dokie. Um, <clears throat> now that Frozen is back safe with Disney, there's room for Dragon Lady, Dog Lady, and Fishy. Turns out they know Rumps from back in the day. They got caught in his plan to rescue his bay. In Storybrooke, Gold stands in the clock where he's taking his hat on a little spacewalk. He saves Belle from darkness with a flick of his wrist he's changed but not really and now bell is pss, uh, upset <laughs> um his outlook's so sick he might need penicillin due to his wife's actions and heroes and villains heroes and villains heroes and villains, heroes and villains. what'd you think overall uh, you loved it. Yes, that's I that's did. not something we've heard very much this year. No, so far. wasn't I spewing haterade last week? I think I was like dumping it all over here like aftershave. Uh, very much haterade. Very much haterade. Yep, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Back through the door, ladies and gentlemen. Well, back I, through the door. I, I guess we'll we'll hear why uh, more as, as oh, yeah. the discussion goes on. But uh, it's spoilers, a little ranty, but yeah. it's good ranty. Spoilers. I really loved it too. It, Yay! Like I was saying last week, I really need this to feel like our show again. This week, it felt like our show again. Yes, absolutely. But but uh, I, I guess really the headline this week, and I mean in the, all the promotional materials for right. this episode too, the big lead was Cruella. Cruella DeVille. Cruella DeVille. You can't see him. If she doesn't scare – you can see him. Can you see him? Yeah, that angle's weird. Hold on. See? Oh, there he is. There we go. <laughs> Hi, Pongo. Yeah, she, she couldn't see the Dalmatian like, on our video Pongo. feed. I, we have a Dalmatian back here. But no, Cruella DeVille. Cruella uh, DeVille. 
Cruella de Vil. And it was it was really great to see her on like I mean this is probably like her dozenth appearance on the show I think so you know it it was good to see her on the show again because she's been on the show so many times before. Excuse me. Well, uh, maybe I should get into my theory a little Let's bit. Let's go with your theory first. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, the actress, I thought, did a really good job. Uh, she, yeah. you know, just uh, so, sort of like oozed out of the, <laughs> the uh, yeah. cave there and everything. Can I get you a step stool while mm-hmm. you're threatening me? Yeah. She, you you, you got to love someone who can trade uh, one-liners with Rumple that that yes. easily. Okay. Mm-hmm. But my, my big thi- – I, I enjoyed the actress, of course. I enjoyed the presentation of the character. I – well, one thing before we get into why I think she's been on the show before, do you think she's from Mist Haven, the Enchanted Forest, or do you think she's from another realm? Like, I was thinking maybe she's from the black and white world because that's kind of her motif, right? Yeah, but With she's just got a, the red. Yeah, but then again, didn't a whale have have a little bit of color when he came over too? I'm pretty sure he had just it's like it's been a while. Just like one or two splashes of color in his costuming uh, when he came over with Jefferson back. Yeah, in the but day. his black and whites weren't even that harsh, so they were more gray mm-hmm. tones. Yeah, it yeah. was more mm-hmm. like you know a filter was run over him, where she is very black mm-hmm. and white. Yeah, well, that was I, I was like racking my my brain for you know realms we've seen or heard about or whatever, mm-hmm. and she was really the or the black and white world was the only world I could even think of that had a hint of modern technology or anything that obviously I I would assume Cruella had to mm-hmm. come from. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I kind of think she's from Miss Haven. You think she's they just seems so very familiar. I, I just I mean, uh, is, is there like a flapper village in, in Miss Haven or something? Yeah, that part I'm a little confused by, but um, she, uh, um, no, no, lies, lies, lies. Never mind. I'm just gonna hold that one. Darn lies. It was a lie. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> All but, right. Get to your, get to your theory. Okay. So in this episode, this episode uh, gave me a theory about Cruella. Basically, I think, and uh, Adam and Eddie have hinted that she might have powers or some sort of she has powers. to have some sort of powers, or she really doesn't make sense yeah, or here. she doesn't belong in the Queens of Darkness, right? For sure, I think she can transform into a Dalmatian. Any Dalmatian. I think apparently. that's her power. I think much like Maleficent can tra- is has been trapped as, in the form of a dragon in Storybrooke all these years. I think that Cruella has been trapped in Storybrooke all these years in the form of Hopper's Dalmatian. But don't you think that Regina would know that? Do you think? Does she know Cruella? Do we even know if she I knows Cruella? I feel like she knows Cruella. She was the evil queen. She should know everybody that mm-hmm. has, is like that. Well, I mean, she could she could totally know that at this point, and she we would have no reason to know it as an audience that she knows that no. at this point. But I, I, I think I, my my feeling is that she's a shapeshifter and that she has been living with Archie all these years. So, uh, <laughs> what a, what's up? Patty, he was completely in color in the Enchanted Forest world, but was black and white in black and white world. I just want puppies. <laughs> I just, just want puppies, puppies too, Patty. Just they they can just change <laughs> once upon a time to a, an hour long puppy? puppy special, <gasps> puppy TV. Like the pup, the the puppy bowl. ABC Sunday Night Puppy TV. Once upon a time. Once upon a puppy. <laughs> Once upon a bell. Once upon a puppy. Well, bell. Yeah, you wanted to talk a little bit. I about have bell, many, right? many, many things <laughs> to talk. And subpoints. <laughs> I usually just like put a one liner with maybe like three subpoints. Mm-hmm. I have like seventeen. Yeah, go um, on a tear with Bell. <laughs> okay, so my first thing. In all caps, she was sleeping right there while Rumpel and Hook were talking. 
Yes. We never saw her go under the sleeping curse Mm -hmm. of anything. But she – okay. I'll go through (laughs) my bit. Okay. She's woken up with a tickle and breakfast in bed. That's all it took. Mm -hmm. She slept through an entire curse and doesn't even really acknowledge it. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, so I missed the line and only noticed that it was even mentioned by going through Adam's timeline while we were waiting. Hello, Rumple. How are you? Hi, Rumple. Howdy. Hmm. Hey. Um, he's toys. Um, but like, she's just like, oh, the heroes won. Okay. And just takes it for that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she was so integral in trying to stop it. I can't imagine her being okay with that. Yeah, and if it if it hadn't been for her finding the gauntlet, the way she was his really interacted with Rumple all season, like I would have thought that she had suspected it, or from the whole like mirror scene right. uh, earlier that she had already suspected him. She was just kind of trying to placate him until she got the hard evidence. Right. But then in the the big confessional scene there at the end, she doesn't really even bring up that there was any suspicion until no, no, the no, gu- she does. Did she? she does. Well, she was like, but I, I was I was saying no to myself. Like, yeah, she was trying to talk mm-hmm. herself out of it. She was like, no, he's changed. She, yeah. She was seeing the signs, mm-hmm. but she was, you know, she was putting love first with all of that. She's like, yeah. no, no, no. He's changed. He's changed. I'm just seeing things. I'm just seeing things. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> now. That gauntlet was just like, done. See, I, I was definitely under the assumption that uh, – Belle was under some sort of sleeping. She had to have been under the sleeping curse, curse or spell or something like that. Just just because Rumple is not a stupid man and he wouldn't be bra- that brazen no. to you know talk in a normal tone of voice with his sleeping wife right there right. when he's plotting but, behind. But her she back. was also last week. She was sleeping in the back of the shop. This week she's sleeping mm-hmm. in the front of the shop. Also, whom put somebody under a sleeping curse in the middle of a shop? I don't know. I don't know. It was just weird. Like the last mm. thing we really saw with her was her being locked into the sh- into the shop, but not put under a sleeping curse. She was protected. She yeah. wasn't knocked out. And then last week she was knocked out. This week she's woken up with a tickle and a muffin. Mm. Like I don't understand. <laughs> a tickle and a muffin. A tickle and a muffin. <laughs> um, um, no, no, but it definitely feels like we we dropped a scene or missed a scene. Right. That's like, and I was trying her. to search. I was like, do we have a deleted scene that somebody just like didn't even release as a deleted? and see nope can't find one out there um okay let me continue on with my bell stuff okay everything with rumple <laughs> that was at <laughs> some point everything with rumple her reaction to the gauntlet was awesome mm-hmm. um and also how henry thought he did something wrong no no henry you actually did something very very right yes. why does she not poke around more do, do you think that now that rumple's gone from storybrooke that the shop's going to be hers and henry's going to be like her employee and they're going to get all into all sorts of grandma adventures. grandma hey um, granny granny bell she is not granny um <laughs> uh, which is like she's grandma yeah um i don't know i think she'll definitely utilize that shop and clean mm-hmm. it up and you know maybe give stuff back to the people who belongs to yeah or find who it belongs to mm-hmm. the part that actually surprises me is that she used the gauntlet Mm-hmm. She actually used it. We don't see her frequently choose to do that type of magic. Yeah, but I, I think when she found it and she realized well, yeah. that something had gone on in that very, very important to her, uh, like as far as like it was like the foundational moment of their relationship. Right. When she oh, realized that something was screwy with that, I, I think she was just like, okay, Done. I'm going to – well, you know, the gauntlet's used to find the your enemy's greatest weakness. Right. So she was like, okay. Right. And when she found out that he lied about the dagger, mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. Because well, she – I mean, Well, that's I mean, kind of been the sort of Damocles hanging over 
over Rumpel's head this whole season too. It's yes! just that lie, you know. It was the worst possible lie because he basically gave it to her and made this big spiel about how he trusted her and yada yada yada. This that and the other mm-hmm. thing, and it was a lie. As like on their wedding that. day, it yeah. was their wedding day, and he's trying to mask all of this as like. We're going on a honeymoon and getting the real honeymoon. You get to travel the world and see New York. Mm -hmm. And Henry's like, hi, you can't come back if you leave. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, no, no, no. And then Gauntlet. Um, Oh, and then my (laughs) my next point. Her entire you suck in our mean speech was awesome. (laughs) And I kind of wanted her to push him over the line. Like just like. Just be like, Mm -hmm. instead of commanding him, just to be like, no, just go. And this is I, – I put this – that reminds me. I put this in my notes. I don't think it made any, any points. Does Regina not have magic in her fingertips anymore? Because it <laughs> went crossed. over the line. They crossed. They crossed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little, But no, a lot, a lot of uh, – I really like that last scene too. That was kind of – it was good <sighs> to see since Belle's since been such a passive character this uh-huh. entire season to finally yeah, see her. Yeah, with her $1,000 outfit mm-hmm. babysitting. <laughs> But not only to see her kind of take action, but to to do it smartly too, like to get him out by the town line before they had the that big throwdown like conversation like and stuff. Because if if she had tried to do or like had been like, okay, I'm gonna send him out of town in there, I don't know. I I still think someone might have jumped up uh, in Rumple's defense or been like, no, we can we, we can could, punish yeah. him and rehabilitate him or right. something. The hope or, speech. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have had a hope speech. Yeah. And uh, she was like, having none of that, let's transport you out of here She's right done. away. She's yeah. like, you will take me mm-hmm. to the town line now. Knock your leg out from under you. Pretty Rumpel. much. Pretty much man falls over. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Another, the next thing I want to talk about is kind of the, the meta-ness of where we're going and how exciting it, it is. Basically, right. the author's agenda. I, now, I, first of all, I, I'm assuming, and I, I'm assuming that everybody else is assuming the author and the sorcerer must be the same person, right? Uh, I'm sorry, author sorcerer. Had be the same person. I mean, it has to be right because I mean, like Rumple knows that's the sorcerer's. You haven't place. read ahead to my points, have you? I have not read. Ahead I have to. author issues. You have author issues. Uh-huh. That's fair. That's so you can go with your point, and mm-hmm. I'll join in after. Okay, <laughs> but I, I'm assuming that they they're the same person because it's the same house, right? The same house with the the room with the empty uh, books and the door and the hat and everything. But how do we know it's oh. really the sorcerer's house? Well, I think I think Rumpel assumes that because that's exactly. where he found there's their hat. the keyword. He assumes it. Okay, okay. I don't think it is. But. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, but, you know, I, I wonder, I it really seems, because Regina gets right up to the line of her happy ending here, and everything's working out perfectly. Marion's cool with her. Uh, Robin's cool with working things out. Everything's going great. And then uh, the Snow Queen's curse comes back. And it really feels like that's like the author very very much saying no you cannot have a happy ending even though everything's worked out perfectly and you've managed to work it out Mm -hmm. no i'm gonna rip it away from you right here and you know that happened with rumple too where he did the big heroic sacrifice thing to get his happy ending Mm -hmm. and then you know he comes back just to die and or have his son die and all that stuff and it seems like anytime any villain in this show gets up to that line of having their happy happy ending, it gets ripped away from them. And very obviously, the, the implication now is that the author's doing this for a specific reason. Now, I, I wonder 
why the author might have this vendetta against the villains. Is it just like a quest for justice? He doesn't he doesn't want them to win because they're in the wrong? Or is it something else? Does he have a personal vendetta against all these villains? Is that something that's going to come out? Uh, do, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'm letting you go because I my author thoughts are – very different from yours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll let you finish your points and then I'll do mine. Okay. Uh, well, it, it, a couple <laughs> other things. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's okay. Like we can still get a little back and forth okay. going if you want to. Well, yes. Um, it's just um, I don't completely believe there's an author. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay. that's why my theory is completely different than anybody else's. Fair enough. But uh, okay. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and finish uh, talking about my author stuff then. <laughs> I no, but I guess uh, one thing uh, you know, I've been talking a lot the past few weeks about uh, all the good coincidences or the happy coincidences for the the characters that seem to keep popping up, especially around the frozen characters. Now it's been really bugging me because that's kind of a bad writing thing, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just felt off to me a lot. And uh, the last one actually happens in this episode, right when the frozen characters are leaving, right when Anna's leaving, she's like, "Oh, remember Mister Gold?" I wish I'd have met him. He sounds nice. Yeah, maybe tell me more about him. Who was he in the other land? And then, you know, the big revelation happens in a very happy coincidence for our heroes. Yes. Right. And I'm thinking maybe maybe that's intentional. Maybe either the author's providing the and I mean I think Bobby might have mentioned something about this last week. Uh, maybe the author's providing these coincidences mm-hmm. or maybe that type of resolution came over with the frozen characters like that more innocent simplistic resolution came over with the more innocent simplistic very disney-esque characters that that makes in which case it almost redeems a lot of the season for me if that was intentional if Mm -hmm. if if that was them being like okay it came over with these characters towards a purpose and it has to do with the author i'm completely 110 uh percent behind it also who leaves a kid in a big empty house that belongs to a sorcerer emma and regina to go out drinking who has control over that child no one has control over that child um home alone yeah there you go (laughs) well we've already had a couple of riffs on henry and home alone (laughs) so maybe we'll get some more in that big house Yeah, really you know he has to outrun the sorcerer and also the uh the big room full of blank books i'm wondering like what are what's that big room of blank books for? Is it so he can write new worlds? Like is each book that he writes a new world in the hat or something? Or is it uh, just new chapters in the overarching once upon a time story that we're all paying attention to? Don't mind me. I'm stretching for my point. Here. <laughs> Fair enough. Stretching for my point. But uh, those are my thoughts, and I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, given a couple minutes, we'll get some feedback <laughs> from the chat room. But Amory, go ahead. Your thoughts on the author? I don't think there's an author. You don't think there's? I don't an think author. there's an author. I also think it's really crazy. You think it's like a red herring? Can you can you let me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I've never been good with the red herring reference thing. Um, <laughs> why are they also willing to believe that someone is writing these books? They mm-hmm. come from a land of magic. Yeah. Magic. Magic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, somebody may have magicked the books. Um, Henry's book should be about three times the size it was when it started if this book <laughs> is actually doing what it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. The book um, – because like who's adding the pages? They don't just – do they magically appear? Well, Are, I've kind of got that impression, especially but like – the book doesn't look any bigger. Mm-hmm. The pictures aren't smaller. Like it's all fitting in this exact same book from uh-huh. season one. So that bothers me a little. Yeah, I, I almost thought there – wasn't there a line in this episode that implied that there – 
or future stories in there too. See, but I didn't get that specifically. Yeah. Um like I, I wanna say there was a specific line, maybe somebody in the chat room knows. I wanna say say I heard a line like that though, that there were future uh, stories in there okay, too. Okay, well if there's future stories, that's gonna mess with some of my stuff. But mm-hmm. if there was future stories, shouldn't they have known some things like the Snow Queen and the craziness? Yeah. Like you would know how to defeat. You would know what Rumple was I up suppose, to. Yeah, you could if look we ahead. have any sort of future, mm-hmm. nothing stopping you from turning the page. Yeah, to find out how mm-hmm. do you guys actually defeat this person, and what do you have to do? What's the journey that you have to take to get there? Um, well, I think it's kind, of, and it seems like well, they're kind of retconning it to be an old idea in that universe that uh, evil always loses and good always wins, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's really just they're they're. Find, I, they, they're coming to this realization that it, it just because it keeps happening, it's not just like a general like universal karma thing going on. It seems more vindictive uh, than, than karma. You, you know, especially like with the Regina scene where she's mm-hmm. like, everything's happy. Every everybody in this crazy dramatic situation I've been dealing with all season is happy, and I'm happy, and everything's good. And then, boom, she drops like a like a knife, even though the person who put the curse on her is like gone. Yeah, that was one of my other ones later. Yeah, yeah it's like um, the thing that I actually think has happened is that the sorcerer or whoever the author, if we would like to call them that, mm-hmm. has magicked all these books to write down and draw pictures of what's happening because we saw it change before our eyes when Hook and Emma changed the past. Yeah. We watched it change. Mm-hmm. Nobody, like, came in, like... Well, I think that was more of, like, a time thing, though, like a Back to the Future thing with the uh, picture fading. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like... Okay, we'll give it that one. Then. Um, but the book doesn't write the future, except that you think that it. they said something and I missed it. So maybe mm-hmm. this point is off. But, again... Um, if they've shown us that, that would be very rude if they didn't show us that they were knowing the future because Regina could still have her happy ending if we don't already have a future written. Mm-hmm. It's not written. All of those books are blank. Yeah. So that means there is more coming. Mm-hmm. Um, if the book – yeah. If the book had wrote the future, we would know how to defeat all of these big bads a bit earlier and everyone would know what would have happening with Rumple and Hook's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, still curious about the Robin and Regina mystery page. That's the only one that's throwing me for a little bit of a loop. Yeah. Because it had to be written, which means it had to happen mm-hmm. from what we are, we understand. Sorry, my points were – like I said, they were completely the opposite oh, of yours. Oh, it's cool. No, I love it. Um, so I want to know how that page got pulled out mm-hmm. and rewritten yeah. and it just didn't change. Like does – once the page is removed, mm-hmm. does the magic not happen to it? Yeah. Um, well, I, I definitely think there's an element of – with the way the book has appeared, pages mm-hmm. appeared and stuff like that, that even if it's not the author, uh-huh. whoever is – Sort or is behind the book is kind of screwing with the characters a little bit, little like bit. messing with them a little, a little bit. You could say. Um, also, does anyone actually read the stinking book? Mm-hmm. All we do is flip through and look at pictures and the flying monkey from season <laughs> bad one. Photoshop bad Photoshop. Bad, bad, bad <laughs> Photoshop. Like there are words written that have mm-hmm. to describe some of this yeah. that I feel like would it still have some sort of an impact because those are going to have emotions and you know any sort mm-hmm. of a story is going to have what's going on in someone's head. Well, it was a bit more more them reading the book. The flashbacks in the first season were more them like reading the stories in the book right. as they. But well, they went haven't along. read them since season one. Yeah, the book that we still carry around that is the mm-hmm. same size. Like nothing else is changing in the book. Mm-hmm. Um. There's still stories to be read. Yeah. You know, Henry hasn't been with everybody the whole time. Does he sit and read? We don't know. 
I mm-hmm. feel like this is something we should see. We should know. No one acknowledges that there's words since season one. Mm-hmm. Prediction for the season finale of season four. Here. In the last episode, we find out that the author made that room full of books so all the Once Upon a Time fans could come there, get their own book, and write their own version of the story. <laughs> Bad prediction. Um, also, I would just want to throw out, like, Amy had a good theory. It's later in the feedback stuff from the Twitters mm-hmm. um, of who she thinks the author is. And I'm just going to flash to it because I kind of really liked it. And it's Oh, relevant. yeah, I remember this. I'm scrolling, scrolling so I don't misquote her. Scrolling. <laughs> There's a lot of points this week. Twitter bits. Crazy theory of the night is that the sorcerer is the author of the book and Bill's mom. And I love that because I've said this before, whether Mm. it was on the show or just to Bill, I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm very emotional tonight. Sorry guys. Um, It's, we never saw Bell's mom die. Yeah. We saw her packing up all sorts of books, which makes me want to go back and watch that episode, mm-hmm. saying that they were too important to be left. Yeah, and Bell and her mom's connection with books anyway. It's all books. Kinda, yeah. It's all books. And they they also kind of uh put Bell's mom out there on Front Street in the promotion right. for, for this season that right. they, she'd been cast and she was set. She was yes. Everything. Yes. So so there's that. Um, not every person in Storybrooke is in the book. Uh, your future hasn't been written yet. No one says the future is whatever you make of it, so make it a good one. I'm reading from the from the chat. The chat. The good old chat. <laughs> so there's there's my book rant that I've been like stewing on for a few weeks. Uh-huh. Of how the heck are these people just accepting and okay with the fact that there's an author, somebody's writing all of this about me? No. <laughs> I don't think somebody's well, I, writing it. I don't know if if you woke up in a town finding and found Regina out that you were a fairy tale character that had been cursed there and knew of the fictional stories. That doesn't seem like such a far stretch, really. Like if I if I'm already living in a world where I know Snow White and the Evil Queen are fictional characters, and I know that I am the Evil Queen, and it appears that someone keeps stepping in between me and my happy ending. And there's this book around. Like I, I, I can see where the leap in logic would happen. Like this, I, an author being responsible for everything that's happened to him would not be the strangest thing that's happened to these characters. Probably not. But I don't know. Maybe there will be a curse cloud that will explain it to us in the season finale. Please no purple or green curse clouds. See, like up until this episode, I would – and I mean even we – on uh, the YouTube channel, if you check it out, we put a – out out of video, uh, did Regina shatter Operation Mongoose? Um, even up until a couple weeks ago, I was thinking that the whole author storyline was a red herring. In the, this episode, especially with the the references in the past uh, between Rumple and the Queens of Darkness mm-hmm. and stuff with it, like I think I think yeah, it's definitely going to be the main plot, and it's you know going to be the main payoff i think for the setup of the show a little bit maybe we'll see though uh but you know we were talking about bell a little bit ago and i wanted to point out here uh that uh one of our uh big time listeners uh always listens always gives great feedback michael lucero uh wrote wrote up (laughs) well it it, and was supposed to be a listener feedback but it ended up being more of a big blog post Mm -hmm. uh called giving up on love is there hope for rum bell where he kind of uh he kind of takes Bell to task on not 
uh, on losing the faith with Rumple, right? Right. And, and uh, really good. There's already been some feedback on it. You're very much encouraged to go over there and uh, leave some comments for Michael. He's very good about jumping in and replying uh, when they come over there. And we always love when when a uh, Michael gets uh, the uh, gets the uh, gumption to <laughs> write us a a big long blog post length uh, letter. And I, I really enjoyed it. A bit bit of a different perspective, but a very valid one. Really really enjoyed it. Okay. Oh, something that. Oh, what's no, up? No, I'm just excited about what's coming next. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> hey, before we get back into the discussion of the main episode and everything, we had a couple uh, things we wanted to talk to you about since we're going on break and everything. Uh, first of all, and this is something we've been meaning to do for a while. A really, really uh, long while. <laughs> well, you see these – if you're watching the video, you see these two big poster uh, holders – uh, poster frames back here. What we want to do with these is we want to fill these up with cards and letters and drawings and whatever else flat you want to send us uh, to help decorate the set back here because you know this has been kind of mutable uh, all half season and next season we kind of want to do that again but with the frames and be putting letters and stuff up there. So we got a P.O. box. Uh, the P.O. box and you can find this on the website at greetingsfromstorybrook.com too is greetingsfromstorybrook P.O. box 2641 Ackworth, Georgia, 30102. Ackworth is spelled A-C-W-O-R-T-H. So I'll give that to you guys one more time, especially podcast listeners. Uh, it's Greetings from Storybrook, P.O. Box 2641, Ackworth, Georgia, 30102. And uh, we're going to have this uh, P.O. Box forever. Uh, basically, so if you want to send us letters, drawings, bonus points, if you send us a greetings from Storybrook uh, postcard, yes. and we'll be filling up these uh, poster frames here uh, over the course of the next half season, and uh, or you know, three months because we have three yeah. months until we get to do this again, a- and we'll be doing commentaries in that three months. So as we get stuff for these, we'll be featuring them like before we get into the commentaries yeah. and everything, and you know, uh, from then on out, uh, we'll always feature anything we get. You Oops. know, probably right around this time of the show. Uh, so uh, definitely uh, shoot us a shoot us some mail. We like mail. Here's the mail. You've got mail. <laughs> okay. And How I'll, many '90s references can we make about mail there? Because um, we just totally just made two of the biggest ones. I can't think of any others Here's right now. Mail it never fails. It makes me want to okay. wag my tail. Sorry. What, one more thing we wanted to address <laughs> <laughs> before. <laughs> It's Merle. Uh, before we get back into the main discussion is, you know, we've been talking and asking you guys the past few weeks about ideas for a, uh, a new podcast that's not completely centered around a show. So, you know, if people fall off of Once or Gotham and they still want to keep up with us and the kind of the, what we do, uh, we've been looking for a way to accomplish that. And I think we found it. Uh, Anne-Marie, I, I guess I'll let you uh, reveal the name and then I'll tell them a little bit about it. Universe Box. Universe Box. And we already have the website, universebox.com. Don't go there. Don't try it. Don't go there and don't try and take it because we already have it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What are they going to do? What are they going to put there if they take it? I don't know. Okay. Okay. But Universe Box, it's basically – this is the company uh, we're creating uh, to be – for all of our content to go under in 2015. Uh, So, uh, for example, if you're subscribed to the Meeks Mixed Media YouTube channel to get these episodes, uh, it's you'll probably notice it'll change to universe box probably sometime in the next week or so uh so so that'll be an invisible change you'll just be subscribed to universe box and i'll put out a video uh, telling you why and everything too 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, uh, we'll be setting up a, uh, a Patreon uh, page for all the shows and endeavors under this universe box banner. Mm-hmm. And that includes uh, my books, Dog Boy and Infinite Tina coming up next year. Oh, Amory's whoa. blog. I think it's the first time you said it. Well, on this podcast. Oh, okay. I've said it like, out loud a couple times other places. But and then Amory's blog, uh, Crunchy, Crafty, and Highly Caffeinated. And it's all going to be focused around stories, uh, analyzing stories, mm-hmm. creating stories, telling our stories you know, through your blog and uh, things like that. And, uh, and uh, through uh, podcasts, things like that. But it's going to be podcasts. a lot of fun, all centered around stories, which is Universe Box because it's going to be a box full of universes that we play with. Yes. And uh, – we're going to have a lot of audience participation built into the show. And we're also, you know, we've been getting suggestions from you guys from the, for the past few weeks about different kind of segments we could do. And what we're going to do, we're going to have like one, I, I think like one main segment mm-hmm. that is in every episode. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the episode is going to be mutable. And we're going to have like two other 20-minute segments, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where we analyze a TV show or a movie or we Make share, a recipe or a quick little craft or something sh- from share our Share recommendations. Right. And we'll, we'll – over the course of the first 10 episodes or so, we'll build up a stock of these – Go-to segments uh, that will switch out every episode. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to try and find some ways uh, through the Patreon and through just uh, generally reaching out to people that we like <laughs> uh, or that, that have shown interest yes. uh, to, to kind of find ways to get you guys to have maybe Involved. have some regular segments from some of our more uh, regular contributors too. So, right. you know, if you have any ideas for any quick segments or anything, definitely send those our way as well. And uh, past that, I guess, just keep an eye on social media over the break here and and Universe Box will probably be going up January. January-ish, yeah. It's so, got to go in January. Yeah, yeah. So, so definitely keep an eye on that. And we can't wait uh, to – we, we're very excited to have a, a new way to it's, come. It's out there now, so I'm getting really excited and nervous all at the same time. Yeah. This is the first time it's been like really, really mm-hmm. pushed. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm not ready, but I am, but I'm not, but I am. It'll be good. It'll be good. Okay. Yeah, and it, it, we're we're very excited to find new ways to uh, uh, talk stories with you guys. And Did, yeah, to talk about something guys. that you know mm-hmm. someone else didn't write. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of something somebody else wrote, though, uh, yes. we were right about something somebody else wrote. We were Score? right about stuff this half season. Y- you were right about more than me. <laughs> but I just wanted to uh, – first of all, I, I would like to apologize for the, all the spoilers for Rumpel's dialogue this episode because if you go back through to my points from the past like mm-hmm. three or four weeks, mm-hmm. uh, basically that was his script yes. for this episode. Yes, it was. Uh, not only uh, the, the him confessing that uh, Zelina – the whole Zelina situation is what kind of sent him over the edge back to evil uh, because you know he didn't want to be controlled again the whole cycle of violence thing that I talked about a few weeks ago Um, and then uh, I also thought it was interesting that uh, Rumpel mentioned that uh, he was very much no storybook will decide my fate uh, because going back to that whole Regina Mm -hmm. uh, video that we put out a couple weeks ago the did Regina shatter Operation Mongoose uh, where we're talking about did she destroy the thematic idea of operation mongoose in rumple's head that had been destroyed so you know kind of tying back into that and uh let's see here also i just wanted to mention just with rumple uh the way it ended up this episode even with all the frozen stuff i really love how his story ended or went this whole season with the whole uh him falling back to his dark side he evolved and i also thought that and i mean it's not just us but Many listeners, many other podcasts, many anyone talking about once has said a few things about Marion. 
again, what she said in this episode, her monologue when she comes and sits at at Granny's next to Regina, you know, basically it it was the only option for her to go for us as an audience to kind of see, still see her as a good person. (laughs) Kind of it's what everyone's been saying she needs to do from the get go. Just step out of the way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a bad situation, but it's for the best for you to let Robin be right. happy with well, Regina. Well, he wouldn't be happy with her. So who knows what's going to happen mm. now when they get to the little inn down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had something you wanted to mention about Marion. Yeah, too, about right? Marion. What the heck made this woman collapse? She should have been 100% unfrozen when Ingrid died because that magic was gone, which also um, the wa- the ice wall should have come down immediately. Mm. It should have. Tear down this wall. Tear down Elsa. this wall. Melt down this wall. But it should have, like, when the person who has the magic, you know, moves on, mm-hmm. the magic should go with them. I think we've seen that in other things, but I could be wrong. Uh, personal opinions. Well, I, I know that I know the protections on the wall went down. Maybe it was just a matter; it was or, actual organic ice there that had, was, uh, had magical properties, so the magical properties were gone, but the ice was still okay. Hanging around. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Um, okay. So, um, her heart should have been safe from the freezing thing because we yanked it out of her chest before it could get there. Yeah. So you know, yanks back in. She comes back. Ah! Um. <laughs> Why did she do that? She did, yeah, just like that. You you didn't see it; it was off screen. Okay. Um. Why did feeding the ducks with Roland cause her to fall over and basically die mm-hmm. with the curse? Like, where did the freezing just come back from? I don't know. Maybe it, like residual ice in the heart that takes mm-hmm. like twelve hours to kick in. I don't understand. It's just a little snowflake that got that got caught in the uh ventricle speaking of snowflake <laughs> who is watching that child nobody, nobody. <sighs> he's grown he's grown he's a farmer now uh, he's you, gonna you be know, a teenager next season in olden times you know kids had to grow up really fast because <laughs> they, they'd be dead if they if they didn't wow uh but uh, so yeah i just don't understand mm-hmm. and it also it went through these like this type of stuff okay she falls over frozen and basically passed out Uh can't talk then you know we realize we get her up and then she's like walking again and awake and i'm like Mm -hmm. how did that happen like marion should be dead yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry for those of you out there who Mm -hmm. like marion the woman (laughs) should be dead by now yeah there there were a few dotted lines that needed yes somebody the shading did Mm -hmm. not happen properly see and i'm gonna go back to i i think the author did it i think the author did it because he he just couldn't bear to see regina getting her happy ending also i think that the author is going to be revealed to be a woman only because everyone is presuming it's a man yes I'll buy that. Almost like guaranteed. If, if that somebody, well, again, Belle's mom. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Also, totally makes sense for her to be the sorcerer. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, I don't know about sorcerer, but definitely the author. author. And it to me, it makes a lot of sense for them to be the same person. Yeah. So, and that's why. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I guess we should talk a bit more generally about our new uh, trifecta of evil, the queens <laughs> of darkness. Uh, now, one of the first things I noticed was a big costume change from Maleficent. She was in that purple thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> we went I, back and did commentaries on all the Maleficent 
Maleficent, Maleficent episodes from season one. I uh, back over the summer, so we got uh, refamiliarized ourselves with the character. I, y- you know, in as much as we complained uh, that Frozen hung too close to the Disney version and everything, uh-huh. I kind of like this change in Maleficent's costume to more. It, it's really just kind of a riff on the Angelina Jolie version, of course, of Maleficent. But I actually like it. I think it, it works, works a lot better than the original. Mm-hmm. Like, I, what did you think about? Maleficent? I liked it. I, li- I mean, I, I don't have that steel trap memory like others do. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's Maleficent. So, um, no, I mean, it made sense. I, I have strong opinions about other people's costumes, though. Yeah, and also, have, had we ever seen her? Uh, do the bird transfer- thing? The bird thing? I don't think so. They, they, she did that in the movie though, right? Because we yeah. watched the movie a while back, a few months back. Might have fallen asleep to it. <laughs> Possibly. 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 No, no, but it was good. And it was good to see her back in, in true form and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so uh, you you had uh, some other issues with uh, – Well, I'll let you make your co- your mm-hmm. comment and then I'll throw mine in there. Okay. Well, <laughs> Ursula's costume – uh-huh. It just – I didn't like it. No. It didn't really scream Ursula to me at nope. all. Like mm-hmm. at all. Like I mean the tentacles, sure, I guess. But there but was only two of them. It, it, it's an octopus. It has eight. I think maybe the thing that offended me most about it is just that the Regina getup that she had uh, when she pretended to be Ursula – Was Ursula. Was a lot closer than, than this was. Yeah. And, and I would assume that Regina was basing that off the actual Ursula – so it, it it just feels weird, right? Uh-huh. Um hold on. I'm trying to Google things. What are you trying to Google? Um the statue. Poor unfortunate souls so bad. Yeah, basically. Okay, um well I will make my comment. Ursula's costume is awful. Um, awful. If they are going to be so spot on with the other two queens of darkness, couldn't they have done a little better with hers? Mm. That that was what really bothered me. Is like you were going straight from the book slash movie on these other two. Yeah. And this one is green. First of all, um, mm. at least if it was purple, I could have probably dealt with it. Mm-hmm. It or some shade, a blue, a you know, an indigo, yeah. something in the right color scheme. Also, what is that thing on her head? <laughs> I want to swat it off and comb her hair. I, I wouldn't be uh. surprised if we don't see a revision on that between now and then. Like it, it almost felt because uh, Ursula's casting announcement yes. came really late in the game because they announced Maleficent was coming back ages back, ago, back before the season premiere even, and then they announced uh, Cruella. Like a week or two before Thanksgiving and then Ursula was just like last week or the week before or something. Right. So I almost have a feeling that this scene was shot like, you know, within the All last month. All of her month. scenes were shot really recent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was able to pull something up on time. Okay. So the Ursula statue, because she was a goddess also, she's evil, but she's a goddess. So yeah. um, it's like a halter type, not halter, um, strapless, mm-hmm. like bustier uh, type bustier, of thing. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's an octopus bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a confusion here unless but, this Ursula is like a re I don't know. Well, it could be too. Maybe she has the ability to, you know, give herself legs when she needs them. Kind of like how Ariel. Maybe. I don't know. Um, the thing on her head sort of works with mm-hmm. what we've got going on there though. <laughs> so, I don't know. It just just bothered me. It was so ugly. Yeah, and of course, we already uh, shared our f- feelings on Cruella. Cruella. 
Cruella Deville. Okay, I but apparently uh, this what, is the musical version. Of I guess so. From Storybrooke. Let it go. Did you guys have the musical? Uh, let oh, it go. Yeah, best we didn't watch that. Got to sing it one more time. Yep. Let it go. No. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let 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 it go. Go. Oh, but I let, like let I go, like go. your point. GC. I like GC. Did you mention that yet? If what? so, I didn't hear you. GC. Your point G oh, okay. sub point okay. C. Can we get there? No, uh, there were, there was a line. I forget this specific line and everything, mm-hmm. uh, but it was basically I, it was implied that Rumple had trained all mm-hmm. of the queens of darkness. Like he he's called trained, them his students. Like he's trained every other female villain in this series, which is awkward. Yeah, but you know, so I wonder, you know, what's the backstory there? Like, like because uh, when was he the master to their? student you know exactly and what did he teach them and why and i also since at this time the character's main motivation is getting bay back how were they going to help him get bay back you know because right that's the only reason he trained anybody for yeah most of the things he did were were involved with transversing realms and all that kind of stuff uh something else i was thinking about Okay, so we see at the end of this episode that Ursula is in our world, and presumably uh, Maleficent and maybe Cruella are back in Storybrooke, but Ursula was, you know, as you mentioned, was classed as a goddess, right? A sea goddess. Uh Uh, So I'm wondering maybe all of the gods and goddesses Uh of the Enchanted Forest world, maybe they got banished to our world for some reason somewhere down the way, and maybe that's where the dragon from back in season two came from. Maybe that's why he was in our world. But then again, he did have magic. He did have magic. I mean, maybe he figured out how to get it back, and maybe that's why tomorrow went after him or something. Interesting. But, you know, so I'm thinking maybe that that's why Ursula was in the aquarium was because she was banished there like the dragon was banished to uh, where? Yeah. Hong Kong, I think. I know it was something else, but I forget the oh. correct, 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 correct pronunciation, okay. so I'm not going to even try. Um, <laughs> no, but I, Just going to give up on it. Uh, Queens of Darkness, very interesting. Can't yes. wait to see what happens with that. Oh, I thought we were past that. Okay. Oh, we, uh, yeah, we uh, did your thing. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, I guess uh, we should probably talk about, since we're letting it go. Let, let it go. Let, let it go, 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 go. Frozen's gone. Finally. Do you want to say goodbye to Frozen? Including uh, the one thing that everybody agreed on, uh, the beloved Anna, who who did a winky face on her Twitter that indicated she might be back. She'll be back. Yeah. We're not done with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though she hates our realm. But uh, so um, just a couple things I wanted to throw out here as far as the Frozen stuff to wrap up the, the Frozen half season. Uh, it looks like, uh, you know, whatever the sequel will be, we'll probably pick up around the wedding. Uh, since that's the last scene we get with them and we were kind of I, – I don't know if we assumed it or we were promised that there was going to be a glue that connects Frozen to Frozen 2 or even that short animated thing, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to where Once Upon a Time could have happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that's that's what it will be is like, you know, the Frozen 2 will pick up right with the wedding or something. And also what a fickle kingdom because, you know – Within minutes of getting back there, like uh, Anna's bruises didn't even have enough time to heal her. Kristoff's yeah. uh, black eye. They were able to take the kingdom back from Hans and plan a wedding <laughs> or, yeah. you know, throw the wedding. And it's like, what a fickle kingdom. Like at first the Snow Queen takes it over without doing anything. And, and you know, it's just very, very funny. 
And also, I, I thought the door scene when they went back mm-hmm. felt just a little bit awkward. Like it was all our, of our main characters just standing there going, bye, magical friends. Bye. It oh, was nice magical. seeing you. Yeah. They, bye, licensable characters. Like it was a little weird. We're not going to gonna question where this door came from. <laughs> well, that's actually literally my next point, isn't it? <laughs> okay. So uh, any final thoughts on Frozen before we stop talking about Frozen forever on Greetings from Storybrooke? Why did no one question how easy this magical portal door to Arendelle was found? I suppose that's a valid point. We have been searching high and low for mm-hmm. portals and the such for four seasons, three and a half seasons. And look, whoop, there's one. <laughs> Because we followed a mop that walks. Well, to be fair, that mop probably worked for the sorcerer at some point. So he probably had some awareness. Right. Like, I I also got the impression that this house wasn't there. It wasn't. Because Belle said it just, like, appeared. It it appeared in the new curse. Right. The most recent of the curses. So that almost makes me think maybe the sorcerer wants to be found out now. Maybe that's the story he wants to play out. What's that? The apprentice is in the hat. Yeah. So that's you know that's a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I guess I guess we'll see what happens with the hat too uh, when we come back because I obviously there's six weeks that will have passed by the time we come back or yeah. whatever. So it'll be interesting to see for sure. Um. Okay. Yeah. It just seemed really odd though that Emma, the Charmings, and Henry were all just sitting there like la 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 la, mm-hmm. just watching people go through the the door, and the nobody thought it was weird about that Rumple had helped them find it. Mm-hmm. And that he didn't come blazing in to take the credit for finding it. Well, I mean, I guess as far as all of them know up until this point, Rumple's, you know, on the side of the angels still. Although eh. it, it, it does leave an interesting thing, though. I wonder if they're going to leave this door there forever, in which case... They can I, go back and forth to Arendelle. Yeah, which would get them back to back and forth to Misthaven with some travel. Like, I... Yeah. I I think it would be an interesting dynamic for them to have like an open portal for an entire season, like between the worlds, because we've never Ugh. we've never really got to see them like utilize that as a plot device, you know, to, yes. to where they they traveling is no problem since that was such a big issue for the first. Oh, people are going to have issues with that if and it everything. happens. No, but I think it would be it would be a. a way to tell new kinds of stories oh it absolutely would but unfortunately we have to go through arendelle to Mm -hmm. get to anything like i i don't know tiny the giant re-enlarges and storybook and is exciting or or is attacking the town oh everyone jump over to arendelle real quick while he uh until he goes to sleep and then we can attack him you know Mm -hmm. just random stuff that's the bad version i'm sure they'll do much better on the show Okay, one thing I thought was also interesting with the way everything ended up is it seems like that the heroes and the villains, for as much as this episode drew a line between them Mm -hmm. and the differences between them and the the way the universe is built for and against them, they're really going to be working towards the same goal next half season. Like Basically, uh, with Emma joining Operation Mongoose with uh, Regina and Henry, they're all going to be working to find the author so they can get what they want from them, Mm -hmm. while Rumpel and the Queens of Darkness are going to be working for the same thing or working towards the same goal right and i guess it's uh maybe it'll end up being you know the big finale will be a big debate like or like a (laughs) or present your case before the author like do the heroes or do the villains deserve the happy ending like well i'm sure that'll probably be the argument the thematic argument they're having all next half season oh yeah but i I just think it's interesting that 
they're both going to be working towards the same goal because usually the heroes and the villains are on opposite. They're working right. towards opposite goals that are work against each other. So I, I guess uh, we'll see how that goes. It, it'll be interesting, though. I'm excited. We shall. Um, so the stars in the hat matching the stars in the sky again. If I have mm-hmm. to hear that line one more time, I'm going to like put my fist through Rumpel's head. <laughs> because that's never explained, really. Mm-hmm. It's just he keeps saying that when the stars in the hat and the stars in the sky align. Well, maybe they put it in so much so in, in that the clock tower scene and everything. So people wouldn't be like, oh, what's going on here? Why is it? Why is it matter with the sky? Why is the thing opening up with the sky? Maybe they were just trying to hit the point home a couple different times and make sure to say it right up front in this exactly episode. Exactly how it was said over and over again. But mm-hmm. how did he know that the stars in the hat would match the stars in the sky on this particular night? That's mm-hmm. very well convenient. Um, yeah, well, there, there, there are several convenient things. There are several convenient things also. Then again, that could be a story the, thing. The clock tower could open up like that. I didn't, but I like it. I like it. It's mm-hmm. cool. Um, I feel it reminded like- me of uh, there, there's uh, some old uh, – I forget the name of them, but temples you explore in Skyrim are like oh. Dwemer uh, temples where uh, they were built by like clockwork droid kind of things and they have these big mechanical mechanisms you open up it's kind of like a steampunky idea too right well that whole clock really is very steampunky yeah but you know with the gears and all that kind of stuff lots of the gears um but yeah i kind of want a flashback that explains how rumple knows about this like stars aligning and the magical powers of Mm -hmm. the hat yeah. We need that. We need we need the origin story of the hat, please. Yeah. Well, you know how those conspiracy theorists ha- 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 have the idea that when you become president of the United States, uh, the the real people in power take you into a back room right. and put a file down in front of you, and the, this is the truth, Mister Pitt President. Yeah. Uh, where do we go from here, or whatever? I, and uh, and he says, yes, sir. I, maybe there's something like that with the dark one. When when you become the dark one, someone takes you into a room and puts a file down in front of you and be like, this is the sorcerer. This is his deal. This is why you want the hat. Uh, the, these are the star charts, all that kind right. of stuff. No, I could see that. It, it, I don't know who that person cool. is. <laughs> but, okay. Um, also, I added another point, which because this is like the end of our points. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see what happens during the six weeks. Mm-hmm. Also, they should have made it three months because that's how long we have to wait. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, I wonder if uh, <laughs> they'll be releasing all of those magical peeps from the hat in that six weeks. But who has the magic to do that? Yeah, because... Bell or the fairies are in, in the, hat. the hat. Yeah, and they, they would always be the go-to for yes. this. Yes, I guess Regina, Regina and Emma are working together. Working together, teamwork, teamwork. teamwork. Yeah, we're singing uh, children's songs tonight. It's fine. Deal. Okay. Deal. It's a deal. Deal. Sorry, sorry, guys. You don't have to deal. Okay, let's see here. Um, out of. 2,532 holographic sand dollars. How oh, many holographic sand dollars? That was awful, dollars? by the way. Awful. Very blatant. Uh, Star Wars reference? Yes. They, they like their Star Wars references. Well, I mean, they have the rights to do but, that. Uh, 2,352 holographic sand dollars. How many holographic it's sand dollars you give it? 2,352. Holographic sand dollars. Um, Save me, Rumpelstiltskin. You're my only hope. <laughs> 2,300. 
2,300? Years. Why? Because it was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Substantiate your claim, madam. Substantiate my claim. Um, I'm not spewing haterade all over the place. Um, But things happened. Things wrapped up. It felt normal. It felt like home. Um, I didn't want to, I don't know, knock myself over the head with a bottle of vodka to enjoy it. Like... <laughs> Um, good things, lots of good things. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited about the second half of the season, and hopefully, Male- or not Maleficent, um, Ursula getting a new costume. Please. <laughs> um, so there's that. Okay, and I'm going to give it exactly the same score you did, 2300, which I never do. That never happens. I'm intentionally doing it this time just to be different. Oh, and Amy's with us too. Nice. Uh, yeah, but uh, 2300 holographic sand dollars. Absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I've said many, many times, Rumple kind of is the show to me. Great Rumple episode as far as kind of paying off his entire arc for the season mm-hmm. uh, thus far. And it, it was kind of heartbreaking to see him with the limp. But okay, at the same time, you're like, yeah, he deserved it. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I I just hope that, you know, at some point they do find the author and Rumpel does get his happy ending. Really? Rumpel and Belle. Really? I don't think it's <laughs> – it, the possibility of that is going down and down and down. Yeah. But I'm still rooting for him. And I'm rooting for Regina and Robin too. I'm really rooting for We didn't for even that. touch that's about – No, that's not the end We didn't even touch about that. Outlaw Queen separating and stuff. No. It, yeah, because it's not over. Mm. Like I'm, there's nothing to talk about until we see some more developments. Yeah. It's like how long can that relationship last really? I mean Robin and Marion really don't want to be, even be they don't with each be other together. anymore. Like, no. They're doing it for Roland and that doesn't work. But uh, in, um, any uh, people in the chat? Yes. Amy gives it 2300 Bobby Hawk says all of the sand dollars. <laughs> And Patty gives it seventy six percent of holographic sand dollars. Nice, very nice. Let's see if anybody else. Anybody else? I don't know. I'm refreshing. Anybody else? Um, I typed it right before Am said it. Amy said. Uh, Nicole gives it twenty two hundred. Jasmine <laughs> says two thousand two hundred and fifty two. Just scratched the frozen nonsense. Nonsense, and it was great. Yeah, and we're going late tonight. We're already an hour in. Uh, by the way. So you're all getting your wishes. Your wishes are coming true. It's a Wish, long Wishes episode. are granted. But before we get to the news, uh, I do have a new serialized Dog Boy Adventure coming out. The third uh, the third episode is going to be coming out next month. So I figured I'd go ahead and preview it here. Or not preview it, but uh, promo it here. Amory, why don't you tell them about episode three of Eye of the Scarab, The Demon Seal. Swallow my water first. That's okay. fine. You ruined it. Trusting you is the worst thing I ever did. This is it. The shadows attack City Hall, and Cult of City will never be the same. Can Dog Boy change their minds before they ruin everything? It all ends in the room below the old curiosity shop. Dog Boy and Cindy battle Willow Wood, the multidimensional theater professor, which is just interesting, <laughs> um, and his minions, the Baba Yaga sisters, as the world falls down around them. Dog Boy must make his choice. His decision could spell the end of his crime-fighting career. But maybe... That's a good thing. Very, very dramatic reading. I would say almost Shatner esque. <laughs> <laughs> but if I could do some Shatner for you, yeah. And, and Willowwood, the multi-dimensional theater professor, he is very interesting. Um, but uh, the first two episodes are out right now. If you want to pick them up, they're ninety-nine cents a piece. A uh, third one out in January at bit.ly/slash Eye of the Scarab. Uh, the next to last dog boy adventure by me, Bill Meeks. <laughs> 
And now, <laughs> on to the news. News. First up, the ratings. Uh, good news. There's bad news. Uh, Once Upon a Time scored a series low, uh, oh. 1.7. Down three tenths from last week's uh, season low, uh, two season low, two point for adults eighteen to forty nine. So yeah, a series low in the ratings. Well, if people would have known mm-hmm. it was going to be this good, they'd have watched. Yeah, I heard. I heard some speculation. Uh, some people might call it excuse giving, but I'll call it speculation mm-hmm. um, that it, it was uh, because people thought that last week was the season finale because it seemed kind of like a season. It was finale. very finale esque, and there, I guess there were some other uh, like some sports related stuff yes, going on, some there sports was. ball and all that kind of stuff. Don't so, judge the sports ball, but a uh, series low for uh, the finale. But hey, we'll be back up at the beginning of the next half season. Yep. I'm sure of it. Okay, uh, next up, we're going to discuss the, uh, and I forget to put this up, the hey, wonderful look, cover, I Have the Scarab, um, but we're uh, going to do, they actually released a promo for uh, the next uh, episode, yeah. uh, 413, Darkness on the Edge of Town. As always, we can't really play this for you, but we'll talk about it while we watch it. I'm sure you love that. <laughs> this, this spring. spring. And there's Ursula. Ursula. Looks like they're not changing the costume. A car at the edge of town. Ursula and Maleficent. The Queens of Darkness. Seriously with the Queens of Darkness thing, though? Yeah, they're very team-oriented. Yeah, but that was definitely Cruella in yeah, that I costume. Know it, at in... a point here, we're, Regina with the dagger. There's Regina a glimpse of Robin. And really just a lot of uh, Qu- action scenes clips. with uh, the Queens of Darkness. And then exactly. Maleficent says at the end, I'll, I'll give, give you darkness. <laughs> I'm Maleficent and I'm evil. Uh, you can find the links to all these stories at <laughs> greetingsfromstorybook.com in the show notes for this episode. Uh, next up, uh, there, there was a TV line interview, interview with Adam and Eddie that had – a few bits of uh, important information. I actually never mentioned it before. One of them was that they confirmed that it's not going to be the Yen Sid from Sorcerer's Apprentice who is the sorcerer. I'm still kind of holding my money on Sidney Glass to be the the sorcerer, especially since he's still kind of Seriously? an X factor. Yeah, a little bit. Oh. But uh, and there was another interesting piece of information that you wanted to mention, right? Ariel will be swimming back into our lives, everyone. Soon Ariel. she will be part of our world part yet again. Of our- Instead of uh, on her island getaway with Prince yeah, Eric. We're not going to talk about how stupid that is. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, so and, uh, that. So, something else uh, that we would uh, thought we would mention here, and Wu pointed out to us, thanks, Wu, is that uh, the director of Frozen has apologized uh, for Let It Go. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, uh, the director, um, Jennifer Lee, uh, recently told The Hollywood Reporter uh, that she now apologizes to parents for the song. She says... A year ago, I'd met people who, when they found out who I was, they'd say, oh, we love the songs. We sing them all the time. Uh, now parents tell her, unsurprisingly, that they're still singing them. <laughs> I've got, I've got, and she says, I've gone from thank you to sorry, uh, Lee says. If only she had another response to offer them as well. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, from uh, the Huff Post. The Huff Post. Huff Post. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty funny. And I, that's something that happens, you know, once every two or three movies Disney releases, it becomes a cultural phenomenon yep. and people are quoting it forever. It happened like movie after movie uh, when we were kids for a while with uh, Little Mermaid, then Beauty and the Beast, then Aladdin. It that Each of those movies was that movie for, yeah. for that year. But uh, good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, – Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> any other news? The mic. No, I think that's about that's it. That's it for the news. It was 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll have a spoiler party sometime in the next three months. Yeah. Three months, people. And as always, you know, while we're off, feel free to send us uh, emails, voicemails, etc. The email is greetings. From, you don't have to run because there's no new episode there is to discuss, nowhere really, to run right? From. But any thoughts you have on once, on anything like that, greetings from storybrook at gmail.com. Twitter is at GF Storybrook. The Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424 274 234. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And, oh, I play the voicemails, don't I? Why you don't do. we play this one from I'll Bobby? S- yeah, yeah, do that. Hey, Bill and Amory, uh, Last Minute Bobby here. Uh, now that is how you do a mid-season cliffhanger. Uh, this episode was fantastic. I love just about every single minute of it. I could go on and on, but I'll try to keep it as brief as I can. Uh, Regina and Robin, I was really looking forward to them getting together, so it really sucks what happened. But I guess from a storyline standpoint, we all kind of figured it would probably go that way anyway. I don't understand why she couldn't just take Marion's heart out of her chest until the whole town line thing was resolved, but eh. I really enjoyed the scene between uh, Regina and Rumpel in the car when they were discussing the whole villains getting their happy endings thing. Uh, it really did a good job of showcasing just how far Regina has come since the first season and uh, how far Rumpel has not come. Uh, he's more or less just his old evil self still, and that's why it was great to see Belle finally let him know that she may not be as blissfully ignorant as he would like her to be, <laughs> although it may seem that way some uh, most of the time. Mm-hmm. It came as no surprise to me that the sorcerer and the author were one and the same, uh, and I think Amy hit it on the... Uh, hit the nail on the head the other night on Twitter when she said that she thinks that Belle is the author slash uh, sorcerer. They made a big deal in the beginning of the season to show that, you know... Yeah, mad props to Amy in this week's episode. Yeah, seriously. Her love of books, so protect the books, and I don't think they did that for no reason at all. Still not quite sure how I feel about the Queens of Darkness, but <laughs> I do look forward to seeing Regina... Emma and Henry undertake Operation Mongoose. And it just occurred to me that we did not see Snow and Charming at all on this episode. Yeah, we did. A little bit. We got a peek They didn't really say anything or do anything, but they were there. Yeah, but no, definitely the... uh them working together in Operation Mongoose is, and being drinking buddies are both both good uh, move, moves forward in, in my eyes. Okay, uh, next up is Other Anne-Marie. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. This is Other Anne-Marie. <laughs> I just finished the mid-season finale for Once Upon a Time. And I thought for about 35 minutes or so that the show was kind of slow-paced, but very comfortable. And the episode was, you know, going along. And then the bomb drops. I, it, it was just amazing. The one scene Belle gets in episodes, and it's this one. Just amazing. Like, Rumpel being expelled had me going so long, I nearly missed the entire next scene. <laughs> totally unexpected, to me at least. And very original once, I thought. Um, I guess we could have seen it th- coming because, you know, of him saying that he didn't really change. He just evolves, which was a great line, by the way. But yeah, it, it really had me going. As for some other notes that I had on the episode, I thought it was hilarious to hear Henry call Gr- Bell grandma. I also thought it was very interesting to see the black spots on Hook's heart. Just, you know, we know Hook oh, and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I do really feel for Regina, and it was really heartbreaking to see her and Robin split this way. I... 
I guess Regina is really trying hard to be the hero, and I get it, but still, it does mean that Operation Mongoose is back on the table. Um, love, love, love Maleficent's new once look. I mean, it's a very original Maleficent, of course. And last note, how in the world did Ursula get in New York City? Like, where did that come from? Anyway, out of 15 empty story books, I give it 14 and 5 pages. I guess it really <laughs> felt like once is back again to me. So, love to hear your thoughts. Bye. I love that scale. Yeah. I love that scale. No, no, but I, and I think we uh, kind of addressed at least my thoughts on how she might have gotten to, in, to New York. Uh, maybe all the God-level characters were banished there, or banished to uh, yeah. major metropolitan centers throughout the world. Which is possibly. a little scary. Okay. But uh, they're everywhere. They're all around us, watching, We're waiting. We're surrounded! Woo! Woo! One of the things that I really enjoyed about this episode, which really wasn't even in the episode, was the fact that we're not going to have two story arcs this season. That we're, we're not going to have what we had with Pan and Zelina in season three. And I think that really helps the the series overall because one of... Yeah, I guess not like two very hard divided. Splits, yeah. One of the big complaints was that once upon a time this season has really been too frozen heavy and it didn't seem like the show we've been watching for three years and I can see that point. One thing that I wanted to mention which AMD and Meeks probably mentioned already was the great scene between Belle and Rumpel at the town mine. I love that Carlisle has the same look on his face as he did when Bay went through the portal in season one. That's still my favorite episode of season one. And it really is like that just reprised, isn't it? I know you guys are musical theater fa- fans, as am I. And I love how musical that felt. The the reprise of Rumpel losing everything because he doesn't want to lose his power. And I loved how both of those performers played it. And I love that it's very clear in the next half of the season that we're going to go back to what originally started in season one with Once Upon a Time, heroes and villains. It's very similar. And I love that Rumpel's building his own like fairy tale Legion of Doom. Meeks is going to get that <laughs> reference. I give this episode <laughs> six magical, magical sorcerer's hats out of six. I'm talking too much. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Love it. No, not yes, you were talking too much. No, but oh, no, yes, no, I'm sorry. It. Yes, love it. Um, good and points. I got that joke. Good points. Yes. I got that reference. Did you get I, that reference? And really, you'd never know we were musical people. <laughs> We've sang this entire episode. Let, let it go, go. And there's not even magic juice involved tonight. Hope. Hi, you guys. It's Hope. Um, hallelujah. It's a Christmas miracle. The Frozen arc is done. Well, let's talk about the evil Spice Girls for a moment. I mean, the, <laughs> the Queen of Darkness. Oh, my God. They look like Spice Girls. Cruella just felt really out of place. We didn't really get much from her. And same thing with Maleficent. I'm happy that Maleficent is back, and I'm waiting to see what they'll do with her, because I've really missed her in the show. I wasn't really happy about Ursula until the final scene. I really liked seeing her, like, griping at some fish, and seeing her with gold was really great. So that was kind of her saving grace, but I still wish they got a full-bodied actor or actress to play her, because that's tradition, and that would have been a really great role for a full-body actress, because they have no full-body actresses in Once Upon a Time. Sad face. Yeah, I kind of get the feeling that they they had meant for Yvette Nicole Brown to play her, uh, but then Community got uh, another season through Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo picked up Community for another season, so maybe 
they were planning on having her in the role. I'm with, sure they were. That also could explain the late announcement on the actress. They too. might have been waiting to see if they could use her yeah, at all. If because, the timing were, I mean, she's work been out. a huge fan of the show. She's participated as much as she could. She played Goldilocks on Good Morning Story. Brooke did, which yeah. could cause problems with the confusion. Yeah, probably not. Probably not, because not everybody watches that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming you know they they had a fuller figured actress slated for that role, but then yeah, things didn't work out. So happy that Belle is herself again, and what a game changer with Belle kicking out gold. Like I did not see that coming, and holy crap! Like what's going to happen to them? I, I would be really open to see Belle get a new romance. I, I think that would really kick Rumple to the curb. Um, what happened to the fairies in the hat? Like, you know, did with Rumple's spell, did he kill all the fairies stuck in the hat? And is Killian going to tell them there's fairies in there? And we found out that the sorcerer is really the author. Is that is, Was that confirmed? Is that a thing now? And I I'm still just wondering who the sorcerer is. But, yes, have a great show. I'm sorry I can't make it on Tuesdays. I work Tuesday nights and stuff. So, yeah, happy holidays, monsters. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> we just look scary. Like, <laughs> it ended. Oh, Wait, talking, talking. Um, yeah, I don't even <laughs> Good st- I, th- I think our main comment, we interjected. We did interject it. Okay, so next. Here's a short one from a newbie. Aaron. Take Aaron. it away, Aaron. Hi, this is Aaron from Wisconsin calling to mention that it's a sad day for Rem- Rumbell fans. But I'm glad that, that um, Bell put her foot down and sent uh, Rumpel out of town without his powers. That's all. Bye. Thank you very much, Aaron. And uh, yeah, yeah, this episode sunk two ships, at least temporarily. Uh, Belle's mom in the original Beauty and the Beast was a fairy. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. Good to know. Good so to that know. really, really makes it even more mm-hmm. – see, we can always count on Patty. She has lots of that type of knowledge. Yeah. Well, w- actually, we have a rhyming episode oh. review from Patty coming up here in a minute. I'll read these uh, Twitter bits real quick. Yes. Uh, these are just a few tweets we got. Um, okay, we already right, got this one for Amy. Uh, but uh, uh, Rick Rack says, I say we officially dub upcoming Once Upon a Time 4B as Gin and Depression. I'm all Desperation. for it. Desperation. Gin Desperation. Desperation. He can't read. It's I can't okay. read. I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's late. And uh, then finally, <laughs> uh, Justin Burn Notice 56 says, are you doing a Doctor Who Christmas special episode like last year? Nice and random, but he told me we'd respond on the thing. Yeah, I... Not sure. Not sure. Um, if if it happens, it's going to happen prob a few days after Christmas, uh, probably closer to New Year's, New yeah. Year's Eve, something like that. We will keep everyone posted. I know uh, we we need to reach out to Chris Giles if he wants to take place in it, and uh, I think there was someone else who had thrown in their hat in the ring. In- Debbie Deb Deb Deb. Yeah, but we haven't Deb. heard from Debbie Deb 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 yeah. in a while. So uh, uh, w- w- if that's going to happen, it's going to be real quick. We might need people. Uh, but it's going to be real quick uh, right after cr- Chris- between Christmas and New Year's. And we'll probably talk a little series- season eight, too, of uh, Doctor Who. I'm sure, because we haven't done anything yeah. for it. So. Okay, here, you want to uh, give us Patty's uh, rhyming episode All right. uh, <clears throat> review? To Frozen we say adieu, as our heroes discover what all of us knew. Heartbreak City for Outlaw Queen and Rumbell, which Captain Swan can celebrate well. For the Dark One has failed, but now darkness rises. From three witches who seek, the heroes' demises. <laughs> Yet more questions has opened, like Wicked's magic being undone, while Snow Queens can remain in the long run. Emma's lack of trust is not unfounded, but it does leave me astounded. 
for actions can be questioned but by the assistance of Rumple that she has previously requested. For no one of the, for none of the matter, for the true star has shined, since Dalmatian puppy has truly defined scrolling, scrolling, sorry. A need for more of the animal kind. Oh, huh, defined, fine. Um, <laughs> which I am sure no one will mind. For this is where I wish to end. To which I say so long, my friends. And thank you very much, Thank Patty. you, Patty. Very cool. Sorry I butchered it. I think <laughs> I did last year, too. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, this this next letter is from uh, Cliva. Uh, Cliva says, This episode was filled with sad ending relationships. The first one with Regina and Robin. I, I, I didn't really like how it ended. Uh, like, come on, are you saying crossing the town line was the only solutions to Marion's chilly illness? They didn't even try to find another way. I really wanted Regina to get her happy ending with Robin, but maybe she can do something with those blank storybooks. Or storybooks. <laughs> um, and go, Belle. It's about time you woke up, and I literally mean that. Uh, or it's about time you woke up, and I literally mean that. I ruined the joke by... Uh, good try. Good try. Keep going. She did a lot of sleeping this season. <laughs> I never would have imagined her forcing Rumple across the town line. I think Rumple will be great as a villain again. Uh, Cruella's costume looks great and can't wait to see more of her. I give this episode 45 chocolate shots out of 50. Always a great podcast. Uh, Cliva. Also, um... Timelines. Timelines. Okay. Also, you don't have to read this part on the podcast. We will... Uh, but it was I, easiest to do it this way. But I recently just watched all of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and I was confused about the timeline a bit. Can you explain when it fits in with the main show? Um, yeah, this is pretty easy to do. Uh, it basically, uh, that first episode of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland coincides with the season two premiere yes. for Once Upon a Time proper. Yes. And uh, then it just continues on from there. So, you know, say two or three months pass in that series. So it probably... Before the end, the end of, of season two. Yeah, I would say the one, end of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland is around the end of season two. Around, roughly. 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 So uh, thank you very much, Clive, for the letter. Okay. You want to read this one from Ash? Do, 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 do. Hey, Annabelle. Wow, that was an emotional whirlwind. The bell gold, Robin and the rest scene was heart-wrenching. And speaking of, woohoo, Emma, nice heart-shoving. Um, LOL. <laughs> Loved the Frozen so cute tie-up and Anna was so pretty and how a Henry and Belle teamed up, etc. That was really good. Wish we could have seen more of that this half season. Agreed. And hmm, I wonder how they're going to explain Ursula and Cruella uh, being outside Storybrooke. Maybe Zelina didn't want them hogging her spotlight. So maybe she kicked them out after they all came back. Huh. Um, I know. I don't know if it's a possibility. And oh, the Dalmatian puppy was so cute. I wonder if it was a baby of Pong, a baby Pong, or just one of the puppies. The broomstick, and there's that door again. Anyway, while the clock tower has a sunroof, how cool! And Belle was awesome. I like it, but it also tore my heart. Metaphorically, heart crushing. Ouch. Um, I was surprised she didn't throw his bags and cane over the line as well. You can't give him ammunition. You just got to go. <laughs> um, and love how Emma's getting her feisty groove he back can find a the bit. Stick. Yeah, and he did. Um, and secret library room. Nice. Um, the power of three, always a good way to go. Going to give this one seven blank books out of ten. Cheers and hugs, Ash. 
Okay, and uh, this one's from uh, Chris Tipton, uh, and he want, wanted to talk a l- little bit about the Queens of Darkness. He says, can Cruella turn herself into a Dalmatian on command? I, I didn't read this, so oh, you didn't. Chris, I didn't rip this off from you. Uh, maybe this is her superpower, because Kitsis says they're, they're going to make her magical. I love Maleficent's new look. Uh, she finally looks legit. I thought she looked dumb in season one. Agreed. Uh, Cruella also is spot on. Uh, she already is terrifying. Those eyebrows. I don't care for Ursula so far, but hopefully she'll grow on me. My pet theory is Lily is Cruella DeVille because Lilith is a demon in many stories and, well, DeVille uh, or Devil. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one question. Uh, Rumpel needs to make two more stops. Uh, question mark. I should have said that as a question. Rumpel needs to make two more stops. <laughs> Maleficent is a wraith beneath the clock tower. How does he think he can find her? Uh, Chris Tipton. Uh, I would assume that at least the first act of his story next half season is going to be trying to get back into Storybrooke. Yeah. Or it's going to happen in the first five minutes of the first episode. One or the other. I don't think it's going to happen in the first five minutes. Yeah, it'll probably... I don't think... I mean... It... I'm pretty sure he probably needs Ursula to do it, though. I'm... Well, yeah, to swim in. Yeah. Come in, come in by sea. <laughs> One if by land, two if by sea, three if by magic portal and bean. Okay. Three by Bean. Um, so I know we forgot to mention this. Um, some letters were really long, so we did have to tri- do a little, little, little nip yeah, and tuck a little here and there. Um, but we are reading everything tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. Hour and twenty minutes in. Okie dokie. Uh, Marianne, and this is from Alina. Uh, Marianne had awesome character development. So sad the situation that she acknowledged that time had passed, and in her absence, a love blossomed between Regina and Robin Hood. I did feel a bit bad for her when she said didn't want to be chosen if the love wasn't there robin telling regina he chooses her and that he doesn't want to live a lie and then just when things are good marion falls for us into the ground um i love how much regina has grown she acknowledges that robin has to help marion at the cost of her own happiness this is the mark of a hero putting other people's happiness and well-being before their own alina yes great yes sorry okay i uh, hear let's see here i'll read this one from vicky amory if you want to go to the chat real quick and see to if the chat any comments we can get to after this one uh vicky says congrats to bell for finally growing a spine and seeing through rumple's attempts to keep her in the dark to his plans i'm so glad that she got some real character development after nearly half a season of pretty much nothing and even more heart an even more heartbreaking development for robin and, and regina just as he finally tells her that he's all in He's all in with her, and with Marion's blessing even, he has to leave the town with her and Roland because of remnants of the Snow Queen's curse. I am glad, though, that Emma is on board on Operation Mongoose to find the book's author and get Regina her happy ending. I do have a quibble about this episode, however. Emma and company wait until Elsa and Claus are already through the... Or, uh, Claus... Um, Christoph, rather, are already through the portals to finally become suspicious of Mr. Gold's uncharacteristic helpfulness. Have they learned nothing from dealing with him in the past? Knowing him, I would always be suspicious of Gold, especially if he suddenly decided to be helpful with no strings attached, yeah. uh, Vicky. And Vicky, yeah, uh, very much agreed. I think, if anything, he kind of tricked all of us by doing that big whole selfless sacrifice uh, offering his life Bell. up to save everybody with Pan. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think that kind of made everyone think, oh, he he's he's definitely one of the good guys now. 
No yeah, worries. But then his from son Bolt. died. Yeah. Uh, okay. Messed it all up. From Rochelle. So this whole season, my mind kept thinking, I know Elizabeth Mitchell from some movie. And I didn't look it up on IMDb, but I couldn't think of which one. Well, I was watching one of my favorite Christmas movies, The Santa Claus 2. And guess who becomes Mrs. Claus? Elizabeth Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I think I liked her better in that movie. A snow queen of a different sort. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Very interesting. Very appropriate for this Very. time of year. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is from Nicole. Uh, she says, I was all slouchy. Uh, no, don't kill Hook. Then yay, Snow and Emma to the rest. Oh, right. It's Rumple. Then Belle. Oh, the wrath of Belle. Was not expecting that. I give this one 80 out of 95 blank books. I wasn't all that focused the first half or so, but then was on the edge of my seat the rest of the way. Belle earned most of these books on her own. Uh, for m- Most of these books on her own for me. Uh, thanks, Nicole. Uh, did you have something? Yes, it's actually from Nicole. Just a thought with all the sleeping this half season. Could Belle be pregnant? Dun, 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 dun. They did just get married. Baby dark one. I wonder what happens if it, when the dark one has a kid as the dark one. Is it like dark the, baby. the gray one? Well, I don't know. That's what I, I, I don't know. But, I mean, we have the heart of the truest believer. Do we have <laughs> the heart of the not? The heart of the truest not believer. The heart of Cole. Um, and Amy says, glad to see that Hook tried to fight Rumpel's control and warn Emma, like with the grabbing. Oh, yeah, the with the grab and everything. Yeah. yeah and they, there were several times like he would. Like, you could tell. He was trying to get word over to her. I know. I expected him to like try and like write something, but I'm like, that probably yeah. negates it. Okay. <clears throat> Hello to my favorite podcasters. So I just got finished watching the winter finale. This and- is Elizabeth, by the way. Sorry, the name's at the bottom. Um, I'm talking about my best friend about it. And there were some theories and confusions, which we both had, and I would like to discuss. So first off, Marion. I understand that she was thawed because the Snow Queen was no more. That made sense. Um, where the show lost me or confused me was her frozen-like symptoms coming back at the pond. Mm-hmm. That made no sense. Agreed. Um, am I the only one that didn't make sense to? Nope. nope. Um, were the writers just trying to find a way to get rid of her? Yep. Maybe. Um, I mean, because they barely even used her character, which her character could have done so much, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was a lame reason to get Robin Hood to go with Marion, taking the choice out of his hands. Although I will give props to Marion. The way that she handled the Robin-Regina relationship was really well done she was dignified and i understand how she puts it she wants to be chosen and really isn't that all we isn't that what we all want now on to bell i'm not surprised how that how she ended it all um she did the right thing making rumple leave storybrook and like marion she wanted rumple to choose her but realized that he never would it would never would happen poor bell um so i have a theory the dalmatian puppy that appeared before bell um he was totally guiding bell to corella i think that the puppy belongs to corella or something See, uh, my my thinking is that that puppy was Cruella and that the person who nabbed Belle was Maleficent. See, and I actually think it was Cruella who nabbed, but I think she's mm-hmm. – tr- I think the transform, like, she led and then the puppy disappeared and then this person came out of the th- mm-hmm. woodwork, kind of literally because it was trees. Um, but instead of the puppies being afraid of Cruella, maybe they work for her instead. Oh, that could work too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they always put a twist on the characters except for Frozen. That was for me. Um, I can summon 101 down. Um, put a twist on the characters so that it is a twist for Curl's character thoughts we like it Um, I like this episode but it wasn't as good as season 3's mid-season finale 
And just out of curiosity, curiosity, when can we start signing up to be a guest on the show for next half season? Because I would like to do it again. You guys are the best. Sending love your way. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Oh, thanks, Elizabeth. Merry Christmas to you, too. I'm not sure if we're doing guest or not next half season. Oh, good to know. I, well, I, I just don't know because uh, we, we haven't discussed it yet. But I, if you if you signed up before at bit.all ly slash beyond greetings we have your info we'll get a hold uh, of you we'll get a hold and we're also gonna we're gonna need people for doctor who and spoilers there's so, already people volunteering for doctor who. is there yeah. nice so figured, bobby I and much. i believe patty who said she mm-hmm. never watched it but would for a yes patty volunteered to watch it as a newbie reaction which it's gonna be a christmas special so yeah, with be. santa and oranges but uh what should we so you know, we'll, we'll definitely and we'll, we'll have spoiler parties between now and march too so it, there'll, there'll be opportunities even if we don't do guests next year i think well, we would probably will though at least part of the time yes okay uh next up is charity uh charity says at the end of the episode i wasn't as excited as i wanted to be this half season was better than the last two seasons uh her current rank is a uh, season one season four season three season two However, I keep watching in the hope that it will get better. <laughs> Much like reading a book and not caring about a chapter, but still liking the book overall. Yeah, I, I, I can see that definitely. And uh, like, I thought I, th- I, I definitely don't think this mid-season finale was as good as last year's. Nah, last year's was just like what? <gasps> this one was kind of like okay, I can okay, see good. that. Yep. Yeah. Well, it had, well, like we had said last mm-hmm. week, um, we think that they pushed it up. Yeah. Because they were losing everybody, obviously. Um, series low. Series low. Um, <clears throat> anyway, next is from Jasmine, which we'd like to thank her for pushing us to get a P.O. box. Yeah. She, she, she kept she, going, so I want to send you something, but I'm not going to send it to where either of you live. So what's your P.O. box? Yeah. And it's something we've been meaning <laughs> to do forever. And right. it just finally someone asked for it at the right time and we managed so, to do it. So for the first time in I, forever, we did it. I'm probably 100% wrong on this, but I want to say she's the one who pushed us into doing the commentaries, too. Probably. So. If you nag us, we do things. So there's that. Yeah. Maybe we should have a nagging segment on the universe box. <laughs> Be like, what's making you mad now? Anyway, okay. So I this- think that was kind of a variation on Bobby's idea. What was Bobby's idea? <laughs> I Kind of kind of that. Kind of the, the nagging? Have people nag us. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't see that one. Yes, I'm okay with people nagging us. Anyway, so Jasmine, Jasmine, two hours in. Um, This week, love the show aside from the Frozen wrap-up. You guys have a billion responses, so so leave it for them. For comments, what? Plus, I'm sending this in late. Oh, uh, loved all the Rumble stuff. The conversation with Regina. I do wish I could have ended with Belle kicking Rumble out of storybook rather than the New York City scene. Agreed. Um, I would have been better to make the viewers wonder all mid season or all season. Um, break if Rumble will be back. Um, he'll be back, of course. When Rumble is finally out, then you know the series is wrapping up. <laughs> True story. Um. I was ready for Hook to get his heart crushed. Hey, it happens to all of us. But I liked the quick scene of Emma giving it back to him. Wow, am I a romantic? Um, I actually thought Hook was out this midseason. Wait, no one is ever really out, right? Um, <laughs> the scene with Robin and Regina made me tear up a bit, actually. Um, maybe, But maybe she'll be better off in the long run. Have a great show. Thank you, Jasmine. Yes, thank you very much. Sorry it, I stuttered. Also, uh... By the way, uh, when Emma was like, drop the heart, I was like, don't drop the heart. There's a bunch of gears there. 
Uh, I was like, don't drop hooks, heart. Rumpel. I didn't really catch that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as always, you can write to us at just go to the website, greetingsomestoriesbook.com, and click on contact. Are the P.O. boxes there too? I'll show that to the live stream people one more time. We want to get letters and postcards and all that kind of stuff. Pictures. If you want to draw us a little picture of yourself and send or it us. in. It, or us. Yeah, that'd be awesome I would love too. to have fan art. We want to fill this thing up by the by the end of the season. One of them up for uh, greetings and one of them for Gotham. So that'll be fun. And then they'll be here. That'll be fun. Uh, but uh, you can uh, find uh, new episodes, new commentaries as we record them through the break at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitters at AMDSimone. Mostly over at my blog Twitter, though, um, at CCHC blog, where I do... Different recipes, mm-hmm. DIYs, crafts, local review stuff. All that kind of stuff. stuff. And uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. Uh, you can follow me on Google Plus, google.com slash plus Bill Meeks. And uh, I guess uh, there, there will be a Universe Box YouTube channel that you can subscribe yes. to to get the, the, video, the live video events uh, uh, next uh, season. We might be doing them a little differently too. Uh, stay tuned on that. And you can uh, find the words I write at <laughs> dogboyadventures.com. And I'm thinking, is there anything else? Or is, or That's it, man. Is, is this the wrap up for uh, greetings for story from Storybrook uh, for the year for 2014? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Or maybe there might be a different uh, – a, a, a horse uh, of a different color. A horse of a, a Christmas miracle. <gasps> I don't know. Stay tuned. Until next time. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrook. Let let it go, go. Let let it go, go.